You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the King of All Kings Podcast. Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Yes, indeed. J Street Vibes in the building. You already know what it is, man. It's your main man, Kenny Caraway. Jason Jones of The Athletic in the building. And Thank you. I, 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 I today's, today's the day, right? Happy Founders Day, Jack. Yeah, you know, so hey, I had, had to do that, you know. Are you guys ex- accepting of people who are not um, in fraternities or sororities, can, you know, saying Happy Founders Day? Oh, yeah, it's encouraged, and, you know, the cash app is always open, you know. <laughs> if someone wants to bless me with $19.11, you know. You know who, who's your uh, who's your, your sorority, your sister sorority? Deltas. My girls are Delta, so I got to get that right or I'm going to be in trouble. The Deltas, the, the red and white? Yeah, Delta Sigma Theta, yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah, one of our founders married one of their, that's where Coleman Love come from, one of our founders married one of their founders. Okay. Okay. You know, and like I said, you know, if I if I get if I don't say that right, you know, I I may not want to, you know, you know, have a eat or a, you know, sip my drink anytime soon. I don't want to, you know, you no, know, they're gonna be, you know, bullet me. They already take chicken off the grill before, you know, you know, make me cook the food quick, so I don't need no other problems. You know, they're gonna be like uh, the episode of Martin when when uh, he thought Gina was trying to kill her. And he made, <laughs> he made him get the uh, big pot of greens at the top of the, <laughs> on yeah. the top shelf. <laughs> yeah, I don't need no problems. But, yeah, we're going to do it big, you know, November 17th. Actually, all weekend. So, you know, okay. my okay. only issue was I got this Invisalign in today. So, Hey, man, Invisalign is a game changer, bro. It's a game changer. Yeah, I love it. This thing get I'm about to be modeling, you know, two face, and you know, I'm about to be just smiling for no reasons. Be like, right hey, it'll do that to you. I'm not gonna lie, it'll do that to you. You just like, hey. you know, your teeth all the time after after everything's done. It's like ah. ah. We told me she's like, oh lord, it's gonna be a problem. I can't. You'll <laughs> be smiling at everybody. I'm like, mm, maybe. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie to you. It'll do that to you, but um, yeah, man. So happy Founders Day to my man and all the cues out there. Um, but you know, hey, I wish I had the sound. I'm slipping. I should have had the sound. But Jason, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to. I need you to do me a favor. What? I need you to let everybody know, everybody out there, that we back up. You understand? Yeah. We back up. Put it in the air. Stringer Bell out here. I got to let everybody know out there we back up. (laughs) That's what it is. The Kings are back. The Kings are back. I'm not even, I'm not mincing my words. I'm saying it with my chest. I'm not afraid to say it. 
They're back. Now, what back entails, I don't know. I'm not saying they're going to the conference finals, but I'm just telling you, they're back. They're relevant. And Jason, they're good. We're, as Before you get started, just let the people know, this is the night after they beat the brakes off the Brooklyn Nets on TNT, 153-121. Backhanded them like they stole something. The Kings are back, Jay. What you say, man? They're back. I don't know where they're back to, but I'll say this. They're back to not being the laughing stock of the NBA. Well, they are no longer the, the punchline. I mean, that SNL skit got to get redone. <laughs> the so, SNL skit actually almost happened in reverse. Well, the that. other way around, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're no longer the – actually, yeah, the walking punchline right now with, like, Brooklyners, hmm. the Lakers. I mean, you got a lot of options for the punchline. Yeah. Right now, I think right now the, the walking – you know, the walking, living embodiment of drama and soap opera, that's Brooklyn. Mm. And so, so, yeah, they're, I mean, you know, for years, the Kings were, you know, there was a joke to be made about basketball. The Kings were the butt of every joke. Yeah. Can't make fun of them anymore. No, nah, I mean, they look, uh, there's so many things I want to get into with this start. They're seven and six now. Uh, they played tonight. You guys will be hearing this on Thursday. So they played tonight against the San Antonio Spurs at the Golden One Center. And there's so many angles of this I want to get into. First, let's go because I, I got, Jay, you've seen it all with this team. And off the top of my head, there's only two starts like this I can remember. Michael Malone, ironically, I think it was the year he got fired. Yeah. Didn't they start like four and one or something like that? And I remember, like, I remember one like, time they beat the Spurs. They beat the brakes off the Spurs. And I was like, okay. They beat Phoenix, which was a good team that year, coming off a good season. They went on the road and won some games. Yeah, they were like seven and four, seven and five, or something. Yeah. So there, there was that time um, that kind of had people excited. Then obviously, they had 2019. I think they started one and three or one and two, but at some point they got you know to like eleven and six or something like that, and people were really hyped up. And I bring those two times up, Jason, because. Honestly, I feel like this is different. The the Michael Malone thing, I, I can't remember how I felt at that time, to be honest with you. Maybe this felt that felt the same way. The the Dave Yeager year, 2019, that one felt like, wow, this is fun. They play so fast. This is cool. But nobody like looked at them like, yo, they're really nice. Mm-hmm. Right now, Jason, I think this team is good. Like I th- I think they're good. I think the roster's good. I think they they can go. What do you see between this team and those other teams that started off pretty good uh, in comparison? See, I'll start with the Malone year. I think they start Malone. They started off well, but I think upstairs with Vivek, expectations were so far off. That was the year that Vivek came to media day and declared the culture had been fixed, and it was about making the playoffs. And when he said that, I told him, I said, Malone's getting fired. Now they're like, why? I said, this is not a playoff team here. That was they signed Darren Collison and Ryan Hollins, and all of a sudden it's like, oh my God. I'm like, no, it's not changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I thought that, you know, and that, you know, they were just so unstable at that point. You mm-hmm. knew there were issues upstairs where maybe Chris Mullen didn't see the same things the way Malone saw it. And it was, you know, what did Pete Delisandro see it the same way? Remember, Malone got hired before Pete. You know, there was just, it didn't, it felt like things were changing in the locker room, 
Mm -hmm. But in the rest of the organization, we knew it was going to be chaotic at some point. And as soon as they got the chance, they fired Malone. And you get to the 2018-19 year, that year was a, a year where it felt like your key players at that point to start the year, De'Aaron, Buddy Heald, Amon Shumpert, were playing above their heads, it felt like at times. Mm-hmm. And then you were even getting these great games and you know solid performances like a Willie Cauley-Stein was playing well. And remember, Bielitsa showed up and was like, <laughs> oh, my God, where this, it just felt like everything was working. You know, you had Bo- – you know, Bo- Bogey was there by then. So yeah, you, had, yeah. you had, Bo- you know, you, you know it, it was I think fun. Bogey got hurt at the start. That's what happened because Buddy wasn't supposed to start. Yeah, because the year before, Buddy played better when he came off the bench. He was right. starting – they came off the bench, started playing well. Yeah, buddy got the starting job and just never let go of it. You mm-hmm. know, so but I think that year it just felt like these guys were playing so above their heads and they're still barely above 500. And you just kind of felt like, you know what, at some point it's going to fall out. Then it, the bottom fell out that night in Golden State where your buddy took that deep three and Dave Yeager got jumped him for, you know, breaking off the play to take the shot, you know, and then. Mm-hmm. People kind of said, well, Dave was wrong. But as you began to learn that that wasn't the first time or the last time Buddy would break off a play to get his own shot. Or the last time. <laughs> yeah. And that had been a complaint of a lot of people about Buddy. You know, mm. uh, of his teammates that complained about, man, we can't run a damn play because this dude thinks he's Kobe. But what that really what that really showed you at that point was the disconnect between Dave Yeager and the front office. Because mm-hmm. instead of having Dave's back, they all took Buddy's side. And at that point, the Kings were still in this weird space of they took the player's side no matter what. I'm like, ain't nobody on the team done anything to warrant that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, they traded for Harrison Barnes that year. And I think the uh, even though Iman wasn't playing at the same level, I think they kind of misread the importance that Shump had in that locker room. They lost their mm-hmm. swagger when Shump left. Mm-hmm. This team here, number one, it's a deeper team. You got a legit eight, nine, ten man rotation. You're not going, okay, we got three and a what did one coach tell me? We have two and a half starters. <laughs> That's not the case anymore. You got, yeah. you know, the guys who can start are starting, guys coming off the bench are reserve players who maybe could start in spots, but they're not starters full time. So things mm-hmm. make sense. The play overall is a better team in terms of talent. De'Aaron is at that that space where you got enough knowledge, but you're still young. Mm-hmm. So you start to kind of find your your power, so to speak, as a player around this time where he's, he's going to start hitting his prime now. Yeah. Kevin Herter was a great pickup. Malik Monk yeah. was a great was a great pickup. You know, Sabonis being down low, you know, figuring out, you know, you're starting, you start Harrison on one, you know, I mean, they were, they're deep enough now where they could withstand Harrison not playing well to start the year. Right. You got Harrison, you know, they, they were able to withstand Keegan going through his struggles. You figure right. out what Mezzi, you know, and now Mezzi's found his, you know, niche on, on the team. So things are just, to me, coming together in the right way for him. It's a much better team. I mean, a year ago, instead of Mezzi being an injury got the bench, you might have needed Mezzi to start, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you got to me, there's, you know, and a year ago, if Keegan is starting, you're counting on Keegan to get you probably 18 to 20 points. 
If Keegan right. doesn't give you that now, you're okay. Because you got right. enough you got enough around you to say, you know what, we can allow him like good organizations can do. We can allow Keegan to be a rookie, make mistakes, grow up, go through some struggles. And it's not mm -hmm. like, oh my God, we're gonna we suck because the rookie isn't playing well. So to me, of all of the, the incarnations of the Kings, this is the most sustainable. They can keep this going. You know, what that going is, is it 50 wins? I'm not saying that. But this team should not be – this is not a 30-win team. This is not a 32-win, you know, we're trying to think can we get Victor in the lottery team. This is a team that should be, you know, top eight, you know, which keeps you in that playing range. And who knows how – this is a weird season. The Warriors can't stop anybody. You know? Are they ever no. going to win on the road? We don't know. Yeah, they, <laughs> they game. You know, could they go? They, you know, they haven't played the Lakers or the Rockets on the road yet, but they may lose there too. Who knows? Hell, they the so, Pistons. The Pistons are three and twelve. Yeah, so I mean, they may go. They may go. Oh, no, well, of course, they will own forty-one on the road. You know how? Ain't that like the old Kings? What was that one Kings team? They lost like what forty-five straight on the road yeah, or something. Like it was like a calendar year without winning the road game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so, you know, Steph went for like 50, and they weren't even in that game. So, I mean, we don't know how this thing is going to unfold by the end. So, I like where they are. Like I said, this feel they can keep this going. Even if they lose a couple of games, mm. I feel like overall they can keep what they're doing going because they've got enough. Before it was yeah. like, man, if you know, if we don't have that guy right there, give me 18. Like, but I average, I average 12. No, we need 18. Right. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. You know, the, the the thing the thing that I really look at Jay with, with this team as a strength is I don't think, and this is a little different between the the Jaeger team and this team, is I think this team is going to score regardless of what you want to do. If we're in an open court. I think they're going to score. They can score in the half court, which is what Jaeger's team couldn't do. And Jaeger knew it. Jaeger was like, once they figure out, like, get three or four guys back and we can't run no more, we're screwed. And that's yeah. exactly what happened. Exactly that's what happened. not the thing this team. Yeah, and that's the big deal because I know, I remember that season, I would write that people would be like, oh, you're being a hater. I was like, no. When you get later in the season and the game slows down, you got to have something. And before... Mm -hmm. The game slows down. Oh, my God, what do we do? We can't run. Now the game slows down. You know, De'Aaron can get to the mid-range. You give it to Sabonis in the high post, low post. You've got different options. I mean, I didn't know Malik Monk was a facilitator like this, and I watched a lot of Malik Monk last season. Yeah. You know, but again, when you play with LeBron, you don't get to have the ball. or And, and Russ. <laughs> you know, but, you know, I think they can – They've got something they can do because they have they have a guy. If they throw the ball down low, he can make a play for himself or a teammate. They haven't had that since Marcus. They haven't had a guy that you can throw the ball into and say, "Okay, we, we're breaking down. 
go try to get an easy bucket. You know, they, they haven't had that. I mean, there's been teams they had where a guard might have been their best post player. Seriously. So, and yeah, so I mean, now you now you've got you got options. You can you could you, now you now you're cooking with grease, as they say. Yes, indeed. And that's the thing that I just keep saying, like you look at some of these wins that they've had recently. We all know the Warriors can't stop a nosebleed, so that is what it is. But the Cavs came into that game against the against the Kings as like number two rated uh, defense in the league. Kings hung like one twenty four on them. The Nets, you know, they their their issues, but they had been playing better as of late. And part of the reason why they were playing better is they started to defend. They were, they yeah. were defending it on my clip, and. I mean, I know it's an anomaly, one fifty three, but still, they put up one fifty three on their head. Like they're, yeah. I'm almost fully convinced, and this is a team that's second in the league in points per game. They're they're like second or third in efficiency and all this other stuff. Second in field goal percentage. This is this is kind of their identity. They're going to score, I think, all year long. Yeah, they got enough, they got enough guys who can shoot. You know, De'Aaron's hitting threes. I mean. When he's hitting pull-up threes now, it's like, oh, damn. Mm, right. You know, it's like, yeah, it's all coming together. Yeah. And, you know, you got – you got they got plenty of shooting. And, you know, like I said, with Sabonis, you got a guy you can go to in the paint. You know, I like when they go to that pick-and-roll game with Mezzi. Mezzi can get to the cup, and he likes to – he likes to embarrass people when he goes in there at the rim. You oh, know, I, one, thing I, one, one thing I hate is a, if, they, if they post a big – who goes into to the rim with finesse? It's like you're six ten and you're trying to. Would you yeah, please no. on somebody? I don't Absolutely. worry about him. He's trying to put somebody in a post. He's trying to take a soul. He's trying to oh, catch a ball. Always. That's a, I love that about. And the thing is, the one thing this I remember a couple of years ago when we talk about this is back when Luke was coaching. We he'd always say, these people would say, you need some tough guys. And one time Luke said. Matthew's our tough guy. Mm. The problem is, you know, Mezzi is not, he was like a two-way player at that time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, now you got some other guys who, besides him, have a little swag, a little attitude to him. A little, yeah. a little you know, you know, I don't think Malik Monk is going to back down from people. No, you know, terrible. You know, TD has some, you know, you got some guys who can rumble. You know, yeah. and before it was, you know, and and these are guys in your rotation. Before all the tough guys didn't play. Right. <laughs> you know, right. that's why when Alex Lynn showed up a couple of it was like, oh my God, this guy's physical. It was like I'm <laughs> the guy, someone who, you know, he used to push the kings around. They didn't oh okay. Now you yeah. got somebody who's like now you got multiple guys who have a little a little nastiness to them. So they've got all the elements of a good team. Yeah, so I want to see. To me, the big test will come. Say they lose three in a row again. How do they mm-hmm. get themselves back going again? But you know, do they have the kind of the uh, fortitude and the the wherewithal to say, you know what, it's a bad stretch. We know exactly what to do to get going again. And they haven't had in past years. Things start right. going bad. We say, okay, here comes the eight ten game losing streak. Oh, yeah, can't have that. I had two nine game losing streaks two years ago. How does that happen? And they had, a couple years ago, they had two nine game losing streaks, and they missed the plane by like two games. Like, bro, what are, what are you doing? <laughs> How yeah, does that like, happen? Yeah, I remember someone saying, "You realize that those, those two streaks were just like five games each." You probably <laughs> you're in, you're in, you're in. Yeah, 
That's crazy. That was with a team that I would say was not nearly as talented as the other teams ahead of them. Not at all. Not at all. Hey, Jay, uh, we're going to take a quick break. You mentioned somebody that I want to get in uh, to talking about, and that's DeMontis Sabonis and his play as of late. Guy's been balling. Uh, I want to get into that in just a second. We're going to take a quick break. It's Kenny Carraway. It's Jason Jones right here on J Street Vibes. Don't go nowhere. 